Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Of course, I will come back to my country and help it. I will be able to maybe create uh, new jobs to help my country to survive again because they need, they need help. Today's Women in Tech shout out goes to Dagna. Dagna is the co-founder and CEO of Digital Freedom Fest in Latvia. She is just wow. Make sure you say hello to Dagna via LinkedIn. Go to D-A-G-N-I-J-A, last name L-E-J-I-N-A. Tell her you found her via the Women in Tech podcast. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We're so proud of what we've created with the Women in Tech podcast. To support us in our journey to celebrating women in tech around the world, go to womenintech.fm and click on the donation link on the right side of the page. That's womenintech.fm. The donation link is the top right side of the page. We really appreciate you being a part of our journey and we look forward to celebrating so many more women to come. Last week at Seed Stars in Kazakhstan, I mean, what <laughs> what sentence starts that way? But it is my life after all. <laughs> so I was in Kazakhstan at Seed Stars, and um, I had the great fortune to celebrate this woman in tech named Laura on stage, and she was speaking English for the first time on stage, and so incredible to be able to capture that on the podcast and from her I learned the word pronoia have you heard this this word not paranoia but pronoia and it's the opposite of paranoia it means everything that is happening is happening in your favor to benefit you and I really like this word because it's not like subscribing to a philosophy like you know what are all these things that they say like uh, law of attraction and blah 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 but Pronoia is more just felt like more like a matter of fact and I don't know just felt like a choice rather than a belief I don't know if that makes sense but I really really like this word and I so appreciate that she shared it with me so definitely google it yourself and and see the word pronoia p-r-o-n let's see pronoia p-r-o-n-o-i-a Enjoy the episode. Bye. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. So excited to be here in Vilnius, Lithuania with Baltic Sandbox. And I get to introduce to you our next guest, who's actually dialing in part of the Baltic Sandbox program, but dialing remotely from, if I remember correctly, Lebanon. Is that right? Yes. You are in Lebanon. Go ahead, say hello, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. I'm Nisreen Turkey. I'm founder of Internet of Trees, an agri-tech startup. We help farmers improve the quality of the harvest, increase the production, and reduce use of pesticides. And we do so also by preserving biodiversity, saving our butterflies and bees. 
And how did you originally find Baltic Sandbox? Uh, my friend, he's a mentor at uh, Baltic Sandbox. He uh, advised me to uh, apply to, San- to the accelerator. And was it the first accelerator you've been a part of? It's my first accelerator. It's your fourth? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you pretty much go accelerator hopping. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the first European one. So number one to see are Lebanese accelerators. And so the Lebanese accelerators, um, your th- first three accelerators have all been in Lebanon where you're from. And then this is the first one outside of Lebanon in here in Lithuania where I'm sitting. And so what have you found has been the difference between being a part of Baltic Sandbox and the other accelerators? What's one huge thing that um, that has been really exciting for you? Yeah, since mainly I, I will be selling my product in European market and I'm not planning to sell it in Lebanese market. I wanted badly to see how European mindset, uh, how European mentors or uh, uh, my future customer will think. So I needed badly to have European mentors and coaches. Um, They were so professional. In Lebanon, they are professional as well, but uh, they are more friendly, the European guys. Uh, And I like it too much. Even so, I'm I'm participating remotely in the program, but... um, they were helping me a lot. And how long have you had your company now? 18 months. And how large is your team? How large is my team? You are seven people. And where is the company today? Meaning, um, how far advanced are you in the development of your company? Uh, we are currently testing the final version of our prototype before we can go commercial. And how did you fund it from an idea to right now? We were part of an accelerator. They gave us kind of a grant so we can uh, build our first prototype and validate it with some customers. And we went through a second accelerator. Uh, they take, they took some equity from our company and gave us some money so we can develop more prototypes. So now we have many prototypes. We are currently testing them in Lebanon and in the Netherlands. And what has been something... Uh, like a huge uh, obstacle that you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it? Basically, we are dealing with farmers and many farmers are not that tech savvy or they don't uh, want to change. So um, my main challenge was to convince them that a woman working in agriculture and working in technology can help them. So they don't believe in my country and in all, maybe in not my country as only, they don't believe much in a woman, especially if working in, in two fields, which are purely for men, agriculture right. and technology. And I am I was kind of blending these two uh, hard uh, majors together. Right. So I had to spend uh, um, days in the farms with farmers. Uh, all of them are men. So I was the only woman there. And, so, and you wanted to prove them wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's and, so hard for a woman to prove a man wrong. <laughs> and how many co-founders do you have? We are all women. Uh, I started the project by myself. Another uh, woman joined me. We are currently four co-founders. Four co-founders. That's And all women. Yep. That's incredible. And um, what have you found uh, are your strengths of your team? Like what makes your team extraordinary? We are all women. 
<laughs> just that you want to know. Basically, we are we complement each other. So I am an engineer. I have right. a, my other co-founder is all about financial stuff, business, and my third co-founder is doing like, like operation, and fourth co-founder is also working in the research. He's help, she's helped me me in the research. And um, what has been your favorite app, tech tool, website, um, software to use? Maybe if I want to spend some fun, I spend it on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is actually an amazing business tool that most people aren't taking advantage of because uh, people don't see it as a business tool. And so if you reach out to business contacts via Instagram, you could have a lot of success. It's crazy. Yes, um, and so what would you say to someone starting out as an entrepreneur? Obviously, you're such an example of what's possible there in Lebanon, and you're inspiring so many women and, and just people, men, everybody listening right now um, to see uh, that even though um, by society standards, you're not supposed to be an entrepreneur, you're taking the risk anyway. What kind of guidance can you give other people that want to follow in your footsteps? Stick around. We'll be right back after the break. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. By society standards, you're not supposed to be an entrepreneur. You're taking the risk anyway. What kind of guidance can you give other people that want to follow in your footsteps? It's not advice. They should believe in themselves because they will be able to do it. I'm, I'm pretty sure they will be able to do it. They will face lots of difficulties. I'm pretty sure I faced a lot and I'm still facing and I will face Um I'm more than this, I'm a mompreneur. So being, raising my child, uh, it's not easy at all. So um, women and entrepreneurship is too difficult, but because it's so difficult, she can make it and she make it and she can achieve all, his, all uh, her goals, I'm pretty sure. But the perseverance is one of the key to make it happen. And um, let's see, is there something that you want to share that I haven't asked yet? I can help women. In Lebanon, if you want, <laughs> if you want. How to, how can people find you and connect with you further? I'm on LinkedIn. They can just Google me. Can you spell your name for everybody? Yeah, Nisreen. N i s r i n e, and my family name is T u r k y. If we can do something as a global community to support you in your success, what would your one ask be? I believe if we women help each other, we can achieve our goals because. Unfortunately, till now, we can find women jealous from another woman. So I believe that we together, on one hand, can do miracles. So we should help each other and not being jealous from each other. 100%. I love that. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. If you could say anything in being a founder of your company and the journey that you've had, what is something in your journey that has really surprised you in growing your company? 
I found many people who can believe, uh, who believes in women who helped me. I was so surprised because one day, maybe three years ago, the ecosystem was not with women. So nowadays, the ecosystem is helping a lot the women. So um, it's it surprised me, but it it was a very good surprise. It was a positive surprise because nowadays, uh, people are are believing in women. And one thing I'd like to share, if you're comfortable with it, because it's not an easy thing to share, is you wanted to be here in Villainous Lithuania, and you tried to be here with the program. And because of, you know, politics, uh, you can't be here. Can you share that story with us a little bit? Because I think that it will help other people understand, you know, what we go through as founders and different you know, points of adversity that we have to overcome in order to keep moving forward. Yeah, sure. I joined uh, the Baltic Sandbox two months ago. I was planning badly to come and visit uh, Vilnius, especially in the demo day week. Uh, but unfortunately, we are in, in my country, we are on revolution. And um, we are not able to use our money in the banks. We have money, but we are not able to use them. We are on revolution. We are not able to to go to work. But still, I'm still working on my startup. I know very well that I will never be able to sell one item from my product in Lebanon. Not today, not tomorrow, not next month. And it will take me a minimum of one year to start selling in my country, which is so bad. But I will not stop. I will I will be keep on going. And I believe that since I'm part of a European accelerator right now, it will be much easier for me to launch my product in Europe. And I'm sure that I will be able to make it. And of course, I will come back to my country and help it. I will be able to maybe create new jobs to help my country to survive again. Because they need, they need help in terms of economic. Uh, my project have uh, can help the so, uh, social have social impact, uh, environmental impact, and of course economical uh, impact. Because many companies in my country has closed, restaurants are closing, uh, people are losing their jobs. So, so we as a founders of startups now has to play a big role in order to help our countries to rise, to rise again. I love that. And it's so hard. I can't even picture and imagine what that is to go through what you're going through. To give um, Americans uh, a little perspective, because I think it's something that they're not so familiar with unless you know they've immigrated to America. What's it mean for you to get on a flight right now, like go to the airport and get on an airplane. How easy or difficult is that? I still, I, I'm not, I didn't come to venue simply because I was not able to get my visa. So my visa is still in process. Even so, I have a USA visa and my visa, my Schengen visa expired only two months ago. And I usually have no problem getting my visa. But since we are on revolution, um it's taking too much time to get it so it's one time one another time i have money but i am i am not able to withdraw money so banks blocked our accounts they have no money to give us so we are facing much time and they they are saying that on thursday all the country will be closed and all the roads will be blocked 
but we will survive. I'm pretty sure I will finish my prototype, prototype and come back to Lebanon. Amazing. Like it's a, it's amazing. Before, before we, we wrap up, what you are currently overcoming is so huge and hard to grasp for so many of us. How do you perceive the world and how do you have the strength mentally to see the positive despite all the challenges right now? Honestly, I'm so stubborn and I do believe in my work and I do believe that I can help people and I want to help people. You know, I have my own job. I am a university professor and I'm teaching. I don't. I didn't have to take risk and pay money for, and invest in my own startup. But I wanted really to help people. I I found many farmers suffering from a pain. They are losing their crops. They are losing their incomes. Many farmers in my country and in European countries, not only in Lebanon, had to stop farming and to quit their lands to to sell it. And since I have the solution I wanted badly to hide. So my startup was mainly not about making money. I wanted to really help farmers. And I want really uh, to stop killing natural past enemies, butterflies, bees, to make the environment more healthy. So since I believe that I can do it, uh, that's my, that's, I, I think that's what is behind why I'm still struggling and I will not stop. <laughs> it's so beautiful to share your story and you're empowering so many people right now. I just really thank you for taking the time. I'm sorry that you can't be here in uh, Lithuania, but I know that you will be one day and uh, it's perseverant um, innovators, compassionate leaders like yourself that really do make a difference in this world and really create the domino effect for um people to do good, like to inspire more good. We need more examples of what it is to be a community champion and to to be an example of what it is to create positive change. And you're one of those leaders and I appreciate you. And thank you for spending your time with the Women in Tech podcast to for making this interview possible. If you want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. It will take you straight there. Say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> My name is Nisreen Turki. I'm founder and CEO of Internet of Trees IO3. And IO3 is a kind of smart network traps. You place them in the orchards. He will be able to remotely monitor the past population and density in his farm. He will be able to improve the production, increase the quality of the, of the crops, and reduce use of pesticides. We are based at Beirut, Lebanon. You're listening to Women in Tech. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. 
We're so proud of what we've created with the Women in Tech podcast. To support us in our journey to celebrating women in tech around the world, go to womenintech.fm and click on the donation link on the right side of the page. That's womenintech.fm. The donation link is the top right side of the page. We really appreciate you being a part of our journey and we look forward to celebrating so many more women to come. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. Show notes by Carl Marty. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.